Hello and welcome to a bonus Rahalastapa, Rahalastapa, except at the Wells Comedy Festival. This was recorded on recorded on May the twenty seventh, two thousand and seventeen, and my guest is Beck Hill. We're back with the new series very soon. There's an amazing lineup; it's just insane. Let me go and find it on the. the uh, you can go and look at this yourself on the. If you go to my website and go to the newsletter section and uh, click on the uh, June news, you can see that and lots of other news coming up. Uh, but uh, the first show is Joe Thomas from the Inbetweeners and Paul Merton. There's very few tickets left for that. That's June the 5th. Then there's Jessica Nappett and Adam Buxton. That one is sold out, but you can put your name down for returns. Then uh, Zoe Lyons and Andrew Collings on the 19th of June. Amazingly, some tickets left for that. I thought people would be very excited about the reunion of Collings and Herring. Uh, then 26th is Skinner and Bedeal. Uh, is Dan Skinner, uh, who is, uh, you may know as Angelos Epimethew. Uh, July the 3rd is Kate Brandon. Julian Clary. How exciting is that? July the 10th is Arthur Smith and Lemmy is returning uh, July the 17th Brendan Burns and Craig Quartermain plus another guest to be announced but if we get who we want it's, a, it's someone who's a very big star on TV so it might be worth booking ahead and um, the 24th of July is Sarah Pascoe and Ed Byrne um, I mentioned on the podcast you're about to hear all about the new emergency questions books that will be winging their ways to people who have uh, paid for the Kickstarter but you can get your own copy either by going to eBay uh, looking herring one nine six seven, and you can bid on some rarities from the book, including the proof copies uh, and some of the more interestingly numbered signed copies will be coming up over the next few weeks. But you can also go to gofasterstripe.com after the 2nd of June, I think, and they will be available there to buy as well. There's a limited run of them, so if you want to own your own book of over 500 emergency questions, then um, pull your finger out, get on with it, or you can buy them from me at gigs. All the money from that eBay and all the sales of the emergency question books will go back into making more podcasts. So it's a win-win situation in an ideal world. I would like to pay for both series of this year's Rahalastapa Rahalastapa filming by selling those uh, Kickstarter books. Um, and they're great for the great fun. You can ask them to your friends, to your lovers, to strangers. They're great on dates. Some of them probably not so great on dates. Uh, someone genuinely um, was trapped in an avalanche uh, and, and was worried about dying and spent the hour they're waiting to be rescued in their chalet um, doing emergency questions. So it can distract you from death as well. So go to lessquaretheatre.com if you want to buy tickets to the podcast, the live podcast, that would be very helpful. Uh, or check out richardherring.com slash gigs uh, and go to gofasterstripe.com or eBay and you may be able to buy a copy of the emergency questions. But they're really nice. I'm very, I, I actually think they're the best thing I've ever done, sadly. So, um, and uh, yes, we'll we'll be back very soon with uh, more London-based rehearsals, proper London ones, not from Wells. Uh, and Paul Merton will be the first one out probably in the first week of June or second week of June. So uh, look out for that. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for your support. GoFasterStrike.com, LeicesterSquareTheatre.com, RichardHerring.com. Let's sit back and enjoy Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast, except at the Wales Comedy Festival. If the mic's working, it is. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage a man who hates Wells and doesn't think it belo- deserves to be a city. It's Richard Herring! Yeah. Hello! Hello, Wells! I hate you! Boo! Boo, you're not a city. Um, so, just building a cathedral doesn't count. That doesn't make you a city. Anyone could do that. So uh, welcome to the show. It's Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast, except at the Wells Comedy Festival. Or as I was down at the uh, Wells Odeon Cinema uh, in 1984, when it still existed, watching um, a double bill of The Other Cinderella, a a soft porn film about the Cinderella story, uh, and uh, the Kentucky Fried movie, which was an early movie by the Zucker Brothers who went on to do the airplane. And all the 14-year-old kids who got into there by pretending they were 18, they called it Rehlestaber E at work uh, for. So uh, I don't know if that's going to catch them. Yeah. So, uh, well, it's nice to be back. I've completely forgotten how to do uh, this show. 
uh, because it's been a while since I've done it, but there's a new series starting up soon. The most exciting news, uh, of course, is that uh, the Emergency Questions book is now out. It will be available in the foyer for sale uh, to the people here in Wales, and all the money from that, and online, I believe, at gofastestripe.com pretty soon, if not now, uh, and all the money from that we raise from that will go to making more podcasts, so that will be nice. Uh, uh, I, I might ask some of the questions. It took me quite a long time to do those, 500 questions in there, and then for the Kickstarter award, I promised that I would write an individual question in... Uh, what I thought was 228 more copies, but it was actually 128 more copies. Uh, so I, I spent the last week writing another 228 <laughs> questions, and 100 of them unnecessarily. Uh, so uh, some, of the, some of those may feature uh, in this show. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's nice to be in Wales. Of course, I'm from Cheddar. Uh, 126 bus, get, get you there if you want to <laughs> go down and see some proper caves. Uh, and uh, we're very near to Wookie Hole. I grew up uh, very near to Wales, and so it's... Uh, I did, I did my grade two piano exam here. I've got uh, 106. It's a pass. So uh, if anyone wants some pianoing, some very rudimentary pianoing later on, just give me a call. Um, uh, so we, we have a rivalry. I mean, do you, do you count Wookie Hole as part of Wales here, you Wales, Wales people? No. Even the people in Wales are ashamed of it, and it's essentially the same place. Um, Wells, when I was in Cheddar, when I was at Fairlands uh, uh, Middle School in Cheddar, which is a great school, but much better than Wells Blue School, which is rubbish. Uh, yeah, it's good, I can do some quite good local. That's where my, my sister went there, boo. Because uh, she was sensible enough not to go to the school where her dad was the headmaster, so she was clever. But um, uh, we, uh, we, we, went, we used to say, if you're going to, you, we're going to send you to Wells, that was the... The, the disc, because there, there was a mental hospital here, I don't know if there was, or if there still is, and you're going to go to Wells. So now I'm in Wells. Maybe, I, you know, I think this is playing a lot better at home than it is here in the, amongst the, the people of Wells, the fault. I mean, it's a very small, almost a village, I would say, wouldn't you? I mean, really, to call it a city is so tiny. Cheddar is as big as Wells, and Cheddar has a gorge, which is like nature's cathedral. <laughs> It's like been not made by some medieval men. It's been forged by nature for millions of years. Uh, anyway, I'll stop having to go. I love Wales, really. It's very nice. Uh, and uh, uh, I've, I've sung in Wales Cathedral when I was a youngster. I used to, so I've sung. Yeah, I've sung. I can't remember what I sang, or I'd sing it for you now. <laughs> says, uh, we're at the Wells Little Theatre. It's very nice. Yeah, are you, are you having a nice time so far, Wells people? I uh, did a, a gig earlier on. I did my first preview of my new Edinburgh show, Oh Frig, I'm 50. Um, and uh, I arrived quite late, and I kind of rushed. I needed to go for a poo, and I rushed into the, <laughs> rushed into the toilet and, and sat down in a poo. And it was only when I was halfway through the poo I realised uh, that the White Hart uh, pub had no toilet paper in the men's. <laughs> that's, the kind of, that's the kind of rivalry between Wells and Cheddar. That is, they saw me going in there. So I've wiped my ass on a cardboard uh, tube. That might, be, that might become a new... Um, Emergency question. <laughs> What's the worst thing you've ever had to wipe your ass on? In Wells. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's great, but we've got, like, if you, this is a little bonus extra for uh, people at home. Uh, we are doing a proper series in proper London uh, with... Uh, I'm from here, you idiots. Now, that's, now we can combine together against London. When it's London, we're all together. Uh, when it's Wells versus Cheddar, uh, it's a different matter. But, um... <laughs> Uh, so there's some fantastic guests coming up. Paul Merton will be the first uh, guest in the new series. We've got uh, Adam Buxton's coming on. Do you want to know a secret? Limmy's coming back. So that'll be exciting. Uh, do you want to know a secret? Julian Clary's going to be on it as well. It's quite good, isn't it? So uh, we haven't got anyone that good tonight. So uh, will you... <laughs> uh, my guest tonight... Just check, I haven't forgotten. Oh, I've got my new... We, uh, the uh, Lannister book is full, so we've got a new uh, notebook. Uh, it's Tiny Rick from Rick and Morty. Has that got to Wells yet? I don't know if you, have you got, have you got the internet in Wells yet. You can watch Rick and Morty. It's Tiny Rick. Who likes the Tiny Rick episode of... Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, so this is my new... We uh, sold uh, the Lannister notebook on eBay. for. It went for £730. Then the bloke who bought it didn't pay. So uh, it's... <laughs> 
Thanks for that, mate. Uh, uh, but so we've come up with a nice idea, actually, for that. What we're going to do is maybe in the next Kickstarter, or maybe individually, is we're going to make some nice copies of the notebook so they look exactly like the notebook as much as possible uh, and sell those for £20 to everyone who wants... But then one person who buys one of those will get the actual notebook. So that's £730 worth of value for £20 or something like that, except we didn't get the £730. <laughs> Prick. Uh, so... Um, but I think I'm glad he did it because I think that's a better, I think that's a nicer idea. Um, so anyway, uh, my guest tonight um, is probably best known as additional voices in Mass Effect Andromeda video game. So we're all here tonight. So uh, will you please welcome the amazing Beck Hill, ladies and gentlemen? Come in, sit down. Don't trip over this wire. Hello. How are you doing? Thanks so much for doing this. Uh, and uh, tell us all about. I'm gonna, I want to talk really for an hour about which additional voices you did in Mass Effect <laughs> Andromeda video game. Yeah. Which what, what, who did you play in that? I genuinely don't remember. <laughs> uh, basically, if you hear anyone that sounds like this and nothing else, that's me. <laughs> anyone who is unbelievable in what they're yeah. saying. That's this guy. <laughs> and I, I rocked up as well, because I, I get hired to do Aussie voices. Okay. Because that's the only voice I do. Okay. And I rocked up, and then they went, oh, yeah, can you do some different voices for the other characters? And I went, no. <laughs> and they went, okay, then. So there's several characters with the same voice. Same voice. It does say additional yeah. voices. Yeah. So they're yeah. all different characters, but they all say... All different characters. Yeah. All this guy. What happens in Andromeda, uh, the Mass Effect Andromeda? Um, I can't tell you what happens in the in the, the full game, but I can tell you that uh, at some point there's a mechanic. Yeah. Uh, there's Someone just went, ooh, wow, is that like the level we're at, guys? <laughs> uh, there's, uh, yeah, there's uh, someone who helps out with some sniping. Yep. Just general video game stuff. Fantastic. Yeah, How yeah. did you get that job? Because uh, um, that's quite, you know, you do quite a lot of various things which you'll get onto, but that seems a little bit of a sideways move from... Yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean, the, unfortunately, the boring answer is my voiceover agent phoned <laughs> <laughs> me up and said, can you do this? Okay. Uh, but, um, I mean, let's let's say it yeah. was because someone heard me and yeah. went, do you know what? That's the voice we want for several characters. <laughs> That's Good. from another podcast. It is. Well, get well, well, That's I how you booked me, isn't it? Was, it was, yeah. That yeah, was, yeah. I went through your voice. I said, I need an Australian who <laughs> can only do one voice. Yeah. Uh, that would be um, so what is it like... Um, being an Australian doing comedy, is that, is that difficult? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Well, no, it's not difficult to do it here. Yeah. In general, it's di right. It's easier to do comedy here than it is in Australia because everyone in Australia is really happy. <laughs> so, like, they don't need... And you come to Britain, everyone's like, oh, the weather's shit, I can't go outside. Uh, and then they're like, oh, please make us laugh. Like, you want it more. I like that. Yeah. Good. Um, I was trying. I was sort of making a joke about how people get asked about women in. How was it like being a woman? In, oh, that's I was, nice. I was doing a joke, and I, t I totally missed it. Yeah, no, I don't think I really. I don't think I pulled it's off. Because I don't think that you're uh, you're capable of no. even going near <laughs> that. So. That's true. So you're from Adelaide. Yes. What is the tallest building in Adelaide? Oh, um, uh, I oh, it would be run by the pol pol politest group. Probably they own all the buildings now. I know it's like, there's like one tall building. Yeah. I know like the second tallest building is called. That's the not the question. That was not the question. Oh, okay, okay. The tallest. The one. tallest building, according oh, to Wikipedia. Oh, I, uh, I don't know. Um, ham. It isn't. It's West Packhouse, if you're interested at oh, home. That's, uh, wow. It's going to well, be so mainly trivia. Say... The new series is mainly trivia-based. I thought I'd move, <laughs> move over. I said ham as if like people go, oh, that must be a thing in Adelaide. It's not. That's just the third first word that came that's to my good head. Word. I like good ham. Word. <laughs> it's a good word. Well, that's Actually, one question I don't have to ask you. <laughs> Um, I'd, I'd, I've seen you do uh, you do lots of different things. I don't know why I surprised you did a video game, but you've um, you've obviously. I first think I saw you doing uh, your YouTube things, which oh, yeah. you do. You do. I, I believe. I'm not sure. I would say it's probably the Japanese storytelling technique of Kamisetsu Shibuya by. 
That's, I think that's what it's called. Kami Shibai, is that what it is? I don't know how it's pronounced, okay. but, but you're the second person to have brought that up. Yeah, it's because yeah. it's on your Wikipedia page. Is it? Yeah. Oh, gosh. There's a lot of citation needed on your Wikipedia page. I right, usually do right, that, right. but mainly uh, mainly because there's only one, but your, most of yours is requiring citation. <laughs> I think that was one of the things that... It, is that uh, not something you were... Uh, Deliberately no, no, no. Uh, just uh, there's another comic in Australia who went. Oh, I think I've found a thing that I. So basically, I use flip charts in my in in my stand up and. That's ancient and Japanese, ancient Japanese flip charts. Ancient va- Japanese flip charts, but it came. So it has moving things. So if there's two people on there, they'll have little moving mouths and they talk to each other, and it's kind of like pop up, but not quite. And that actually came about because I couldn't do voices but I wanted to do a sketch on stage okay. so I thought I'll draw the people and give them moving mouths and then you know which one's talking it's very clever um, I'd, I'd suggest maybe starting with the Edith Piaf yeah. agenda of yes, no regret yeah. and then work your way down in quality <laughs> but yeah. you just put Beckel into, into YouTube and there's loads of stuff up there yeah, yeah. they're really nice they're really, it's a very funny uh, way of doing stuff but also oh, like, very impressive you. Yeah. Does it annoy you in that Edith Piaf one that because it's all in one take? Yes. That when at the end you go, if you want to subscribe, you slightly trip over your words. And uh, <laughs> Does that annoy you that you've got all the way through the difficult thing yeah, yeah. of actually doing this very <laughs> detailed and intricate thing, and then you went, if you want to subscribe, and then you like, you laugh. I think it makes me more endearing. I think it does. It's, yeah. I, I, it's my favourite part of the thing, and I liked it all. Uh, so do check those out. Uh, and you do. A, you did. A, I saw you do a kids show. Yes. I went with a kid, so it's all right. I'm not strange. I've discovered since having a kid. It wasn't his though. You could no, just. I found one outside. I've, that's the best thing about having a kid. Is you can do loads of things that you yeah. can't do unless you've got a kid. Yeah. So if you're a 50 year old man and you turn up at soft play on your own and start running around. And t- even if you find a kid while you're there, that's even more frowned upon. You have to turn up with a kid. You can do what you want then. Yeah. It's amazing. It's worth having children for that. <laughs> and only that, I have to say. Uh, but uh, you do a kid's show with... Uh, it's Beck and Tom. You do, yeah. You've done more than when I saw the awesome, awesome laundry, laundry show. Uh, yeah, no, it was just the, uh, the one show that we toured for about three years. Right. Uh, so it's, it's myself and another comic called Tom Goodliff. And uh, basically the idea is we have to do the laundry, I don't want to, and shenanigans ensue. It's a lot of fun. It's, again, it's very high-spirited. High and you're, you're, you play this, I like you in it because you play the naughty, cheeky one, which is what I would be. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and Tom's more sensible in telling you off. Yeah, and it is, like, it is uh, sort of more based on who we are in real life. But what right. was interesting is the amount of parents who came up to us at the end, especially a lot of mums who went... Thank you so much. I'm the immature one in the relationship and the dad's the one that does all the hard work. And I'm so glad to see us represented on stage because normally it's always the, the, the woman who's the uh, party pooper yeah, who like, makes them behave and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and that's not the case. I'm the one talking that's about what my wa- That's what my wife's like. I'm the fun one and she's, the, she's strict. But my daughter, my daughter likes my wife much more than me. <laughs> and I'm fun and I'm trying to be, get mates with her and let her do stuff. And, you know, they see it's through that. Trying too hard. Yeah, I am trying uh, too hard. Yeah. It's, it's the story of my life. Usually, I thought it'd be, there'd be more than two before they saw through me. <laughs> but a two-year-old can see through me, and they have nothing to do with me. She loves my. She loves. Turn. She loves her mum. <laughs> terrible. I try so hard. It's the story of my life. It really is. Um, and I, well, there's loads of things to talk to you about. I'm going to go. But I'm going to go to. Uh, I just because I'm. I've, oh, just drop my sunglasses for the people listening at home. Uh, I'm going to go to my 500, there's 516 emergency questions in here. I excelled myself, plus some on the back and some on the, and the inside your sleeve. So it's worked out a lot more. I'm just going to pick one at random. You can get this yourself if you want. Uh, yeah, that's probably not a good one. Don't, I don't remember it. This is question 255. Do you need more information? What is your favourite memory of being halfway somewhere? <laughs> now, I want your favourite as well, so make sure it is your favourite memory of that. It's a hard question, isn't it? That's why I thought it was a bad question. Um, Have you ever been halfway somewhere? Yeah, actually. Quite a lot of times. When I was 18, I went to... It's almost like you're halfway somewhere (laughs) all the time. Um, In the future, we'll do this again, and I'll say, this was it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, When I was 18, I I, um, came to London. I went via uh, Tokyo. Oh, yeah. And uh, I 
basically got stranded there. It was, I was meant to be staying with someone and the trains weren't running and all this sort of thing and I, I didn't know what I was doing. And um, uh, a guy who was on my uh, flight who I chatted to at some point went, oh, my auntie lives in Tokyo, I'm staying with her, come and speak to her and she might be able to find out how you can meet your friend or something like that. And, uh, and she ended up, uh, I, came, I came to her and she just looked me up and down and she went, oh, we've got to stray, have we? And uh, she put me up for the night and took me took us out for dinner, paid for everything, like really looked after me. Yeah. And uh, and then when she found out where I was supposed to be, helped me get to the the hostel I was and got up booked in and sent me on my way. And yeah. she turned out to be the president of Tupperware. Wow. <laughs> Her flat was very small and grey. Was she was she elected that by the top of, did Tupperware get together and elect her that or was she? No, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's just wow. the popularity vote. Yeah, good. Got, yeah. Here's some of the questions I've written uh, in the front of uh, the books of people who've asked for it have got extra questions. Mm -hmm. um, have you ever irked a postman? <laughs> oh, a postman? You probably no. Have. A gasman, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, a gasman just, just uh, came, <laughs> came around my place at like yeah. 8 a.m., which is too early. Too early to come round, yeah. uh, especially when you work at night. And, uh, and so I answered the, the door in sort of my, my pyjamas and I was trying to hide my shame. And, and, uh, and so he went, I've got to check your gas meter. And so I, I sort of let him in and then he went, uh, you were right. And I went, oh, sorry, I just, I, I work nights, so I, I'm not very much awake right now. And he said, oh, what do you do? And I wasn't thinking, so of course I said comedian, to which he replied, tell us a joke. Yeah. And I just went, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Go around at his house at 8 a.m. asking to read my gas meter. You should do. You should have got his address and done it the next day. That would have worked well. Um, uh, what makes you so special? <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry. What makes you so special? <laughs> either you can have either uh, reading. Could you argue that we're all special? No. Okay. Oh well, then, I don't know. No, it's hard to know, isn't it? What are your nine favourite things about Norway? <laughs> Wagner. Okay. Does he yeah. Norwegian? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I think so. Is it not? He came up with a Pierre Gint suite there, didn't he? Just... Ibsen. He was a he was a Nazi sympathizer. Yeah. Uh, but you nearly said synthesizer, <laughs> which is Kraftwerk, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first thing he came up wasn't Norwegian. Yeah. No. So am I wrong? Oh my gosh, I was in Norway and they told me that he lived, did he not have a cottage? Oh, anyway, I've got a bone to pick with someone in Norway. <laughs> um, That's one, um, one and that one, count. there's still um, nine to go and so, I'm not going to leave until, so, okay. I'm not going to leave. <gasps> until someone all nine. sent me a packet of crisps from Norway okay. called che Cheezels or something, Cheezies, yeah. and uh, they're meant to be the closest thing to Twisties. Did you mention backstage? Are my favourite Australian crisps. Any like fans of Twisties in? Does anyone know them? They're basically like knickknacks for cheese, and they're better than anything you've ever tasted. I have had some, I think, when yeah. I was in Australia. I was in, I've been to Adelaide. You know, this tallest building there, West Bank. <laughs> West Bank. Yeah, I know the one, yeah, yeah. Um, I loved it down there. That was, that was my highlight. Yeah, they're nice. I, I ate packs and packs of those things. Yeah, they, they make do. your fingers go orange. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they're good. Actually, it's just brought back a memory of, uh, of, of a girlfriend I had there, and we used to eat them in bed with each other. Now I'm going to cry. Just, has that ever happened to you with a it's usually music does that, in bed it? with twisties, well it's just yes. like something you just suddenly get a vivid I hadn't thought about twisties for a long time and now I've thought about them and we used to lie in bed eating twisties it was a fun, why am I why did I marry her <laughs> <laughs> I mean what my wife's good but we don't eat cheese crisps in bed I'll send you some I'll, I'll put the passion back okay. in yeah yeah <laughs> Okay, well, I'll go back to asking about you because you've got very interesting. You got married on stage. Yes. That's pretty full on in the I, Edinburgh Fringe. I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the Gilded Balloon. Yeah. Because um, uh, my partner and I, we first met, he's Scottish, and we first met in Australia briefly, and then I followed him back to Scotland. And we both. Did you eat twisties together. in bed together? Oh, the, we have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've eaten twisties everywhere. Oh, damn um, you. Why didn't I marry him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pub toilet. That's where I've eaten twisties all over the shop. Yeah, but... We're talking about crisps, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> we both worked at the Gilded Balloon and um, that was kind of where we first sort of properly like, fell in love and oh. everything. So we, we uh, he proposed to me on stage at the Gilded Balloon and so we went, well, let's get married here then. Yeah. His family's nearby. All my friends are in the same city. They don't have to pay to go to the same place. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just worked out. Logistically easier. That's good. Did you charge people to come and see you to get married? Uh, uh, no, but I did want to do a bucket speech at the end. <laughs> you know, when you do the free shows, just like, hey guys, it's free to get in, it's not free to get out. That's good. Yeah. That'd be good at all weddings because they're expensive weddings, aren't they? So it'd be good to get like people to chip in. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. In a bucket. That's they should of... do that as a thing. I think some countries, like, they do sort the of stick, to the... pin money to. I don't like that. It sounds dodged, doesn't it? It does, but. It I sounds don't... like burlesque. I think my, the, my worst thing about getting married was the expense of it. And so I was sitting there going, you know, I've got to get, like... Yeah. This is the most expensive party I've ever had. That's fine. I'm glad I've that, that the, was... The champagne's already run out. I didn't even get any. What's going on? <laughs> I'm glad that that was the worst part about your yeah. wedding. If you thought the worst part about my wedding was my wife, I would have gone, there's yeah. an issue with that. No. Um, we, we actually, we did it on the cheap, though, pretty yeah. easy. Like, we just gave everyone, instead of, like, doing a sit-down dinner, we gave everyone vouchers for the food trucks outside. Right, so they were just eating with everyone else. That's so awesome. That's, that's better, though. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I mean, that's just fantastic. Well, when you're at a wedding, what do you want? A sit-down roast dinner or yeah. a pizza? Yeah. A pizza, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you're a cool person. <laughs> <laughs> and you you've streamed it though, didn't you? There was on it was on it was online. Oh yeah, now that sounds like this now this makes me sound like a wanker. Um uh, that was it was just a friend uh, um, filmed it on that Facebook Live thing before okay. the Facebook Live ads, right? Just to make it clear, I'm not a wanker. I'm like, I am, but like, I plan to be. That part was unplanned. And uh, but she filmed it and onto Facebook Live, which meant that all my family in Australia could watch and, and oh. that sort of thing. Yeah. How's the marriage going? Is it working out okay? Yeah. 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 Well, the, well, the thing It'd be is bad we, if that had been no, wouldn't it? Yeah, that yeah. Been, It was he a risky question. And, and he didn't find... I didn't tell him. I was like, you should listen to Richard Herring's your podcast. Just, yeah. And then when he, when he takes my phones off, I just have my bags packed. And <laughs> uh, we're going to go eat twisties in bed. Um, he, uh, uh, we were living together for eight years before right. we got married, so it's, it's kind of the same, isn't it? Except now I get to say, my husband, which is... <laughs> How long, you been mar- how long have you been married for? Nearly a year now. Is it only, it was only last year? Yeah, last August. God, time. That's, that feels, it feels like it was two or three years ago. So well, first year, that's nothing a year. I've done five years, mate. What, yeah. what Which I... in Richard Herring years is about 500 years. Can you give years. me any hints? <laughs> give, give me any hints. Yeah, yeah, any tips. Um, don't just do what your wife tells you to do. That is well, my that's hint. very easy yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> Make him do what you tell him to do. That's right. the only easy way through a marriage. Am I right, fellas? Yes. Yeah, see? All <laughs> the wives going, shut up! And now the married fellas? <laughs> yeah, that was the most miserable yes I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. Don't. Yes, we've all been ground down, Rich. Like you. <laughs> Um, but okay, let's have a look. Uh, oh, and I've really enjoyed. Uh, so you've done lots of different things. I've really enjoyed your Russian roulette uh, short film. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was in the Sundance Festival. Yeah, yeah. That um, it was. Wrote uh, Tom Rosenthal. I right. gigged with him, and then uh, his friend contacted me on the weekend and went, "Oh, I was just chatting with Tom. I'm doing this short film." We need someone to play an Australian who's sick of London. I was like, yep, that's me. And, um, uh, yeah, we just did it in a weekend. Right. Like the, We got paid in pizza, which is the finest currency. <laughs> and um, and then nothing happened for a year, and I just assumed they'd not got around to doing anything with it. And yeah. then he uh, finished editing it, put it into a bunch of competitions, and then... And then it ended up in Sundance. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Which is very... Did you, did, did you get to go to Sundance or was it, it wasn't? I, I could have, could but I, it, it collided with a bunch of comedy festivals. And, right. Yeah. And this is my career, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be your career. Very good. Very good actor. Uh, uh, playing an Australian. Well, yeah, so that. <laughs> but that's all acting is, is you know... There's so many actors now, you don't need to get one who can do lots of voices. You get one who can be the thing you want it to yeah. be. Yeah. I, 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 to be honest, I didn't really do any acting in it but they made it look amazing like it looked so when I watched it back and it just made me realise how how much effort goes into into film like when you've got the right editors and the right directors and, and cinematographers and all that sort of thing and sound and everything like that's the difference like the acting is such a small role in it it's 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's basically, it's a sort of, you, your character's on chat roulette, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. So she's on chat roulette and, and there's dodginess, but then uh, <laughs> but then she ends up um, chatting to someone on the um, ISS, on the space station. Yeah. And um, it's good. I, I'm yeah. very surprised there's a ma- there's a masturbating man at one point. Yes. And I'm quite disappointed I was not asked to play that part. <laughs> that is, so it's, the only parts I get asked to play are basically men using prostitutes or doing disgusting things to themselves. So I, I, you know, I was sitting by the phone waiting for the call. Could you be a masturbating man? Yeah. And no, some other bloody bloke gets it. I hear your agent wanted more than one pizza. <laughs> I'd have done it for it. Yeah. I'd, done it for, I'd have done it just for the wank. That's what I, just for the the spare time to sit down without my wife and child being around. <laughs> I don't care. If there's a film crew there. That's fine. You don't have to act then, do you? Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I know that another thing, we'll talk about, I found out loads about you, and it's quite, it's, you did a thing about extreme charades. What, how the hell did that come about? <laughs> it's quite funny though. It's, uh, good, it's, a, it's a good idea. Yeah, uh, oh, I, just, it, uh, I just wanted to do something on YouTube. It didn't really pick up all that much, so I, so I stopped, but it was, I just challenged, asked people to challenge me to do charades in different places. And then, uh, and then I would do the charade, charade shrouds. I would do that, and uh, so I do one on a ride, like while it's like swinging around in the air, and, and one in a supermarket, and, and stuff like that. And then people have to guess what I'm doing, and then give me another one. Yeah, it's charades. Basically, it's charades, but yeah, it's but for people who don't have friends to play charades with, and would watch it on YouTube, <laughs> and then wait several weeks for the next one. <laughs> Can't make it didn't pick up. I can't believe I can, should have, should have done. And I and the uh, the one the YouTube thing about the tampon ad is that genuinely true? That you yeah. Did that? So you created this. Yeah, that was one of the first. Um, that was probably one of the first big flip chart things right. that I made. So that's yeah, quite a while ago now. Um, it was just after I moved here, and uh, uh, got asked to audition for an, uh, a tampon ad, and uh, and what they wanted was a, a female comedian to talk about periods. And then they sent us some jokes that they wanted us to uh, to tell on stage because they decided to write some examples of the type of jokes that they wanted. And one of them, I'm like, and I didn't write this. I need to make it clear. One of them was uh, the string on these new tampons is longer, so it's easier to find and remove, which helps because sometimes I accidentally pull on my pubic hair. That was like an example. And then a friend of mine uh, knew the company making the ad, and so she was like, who who wrote the examples? It was a 21-year-old male intern. (laughs) Period jokes you don't like are from men, right? And it was just, so I went, well, I'm not going to do that. That's career suicide. And also just I I don't find the, the ones that they want me to tell funny. And so I decided to make a, an animated flip chart uh, about the, the journey of a, a tampon uh, trying to make it big in Hollywood. And, um, uh, and it did not get picked up. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and so it's I awesome. stuck it on YouTube and then, yeah. um, and then that kind of was quite popular. Yeah, I would have thought that once it was up on YouTube, someone would have... Someone from another tampon company would have taken it. I mean, I think I've even put in the description, if anyone wants to buy this, please do. It's such a good... Again, you have to watch it. Just to get... I don't want to try and describe it because it's very... (laughs) It's kind of rude, but it's very uh, very funny. And anyway, let's talk about stand-up. So you're doing stand-up, and there is an element of the... You do use the the stuff on stage, the the, uh, flip charts on stage. But you, you're currently putting together a new show for Edinburgh, is that Yes, yeah. So what's what's the new show called? Uh, So the new show is called uh, Out of Order. Mm-hmm. And it's called that because uh, my entire set list is on post-its that um, that are all stuck up and the audience get to choose what order the show goes on. And so each day it's a different order. So you've just got a buzzwords on the post-it notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is also, uh, I've been sort of previewing it um, a bit for a while now and um, the feedback I get is that uh, people like to sit there and try and work out what some of the jokes are meant to be right. um, from one word. Uh, and also the other thing uh, that was feedback I didn't expect would be good, but someone said, I really like it because I can work out how much more of the show we've got left. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, thanks for that. And, but I, I get it because sometimes when you're watching an hour and you just start to get to that sort of and you go, oh, no, is there? 
and they went, no, I can physically see how long they're So you still do all of the jokes regardless, just, it's just the order come, the order they come up in? Well, it depends. Uh, some of them you end up f- having to cut it because you hit an hour and mm. if, because it's looser and because people get to talk a bit more, there's a bit more chatting and stuff. But it's not like I'm not making people say stuff. I'm not talking to people who don't want to be talked to. Yeah. The, the idea is that you you get to yell out if there's something you want, but I don't want to force interaction on people no. either. You should put get someone to put a few up there that you don't know what they are. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've got... I <laughs> do, you should get other comedians to come in and stick... To give me, give yeah. me their own jokes. Well, no, yeah. stick up on the word, and then you have to either make up... It's a bit set. Uh, set list, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's, there, are, there are a few things in there that, um, that are to, to keep it... Keep it sharp, okay. but I won't say anything. Okay, no, we're going. And where, where, you're on doing the fringe, whereabouts are you on in the fringe doing that? Uh, that'll be at Gilded Balloon yeah. at five fifteen. Will, you, um, will yeah. you marry anyone on, during this show? I mean, if the right poster comes oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a way to propose, wouldn't it? You pull the poster, post it. No, there's so many will other you ways marry me? he I could have proposed that would have I mean, been better. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, he did it ten minutes before the end of the show. Yeah, and then. Which, it throws you. Can yeah. you imagine, uh, like, ten minutes before the end of a show, yeah. someone takes, basically stole the line, I don't do this for other people to take the spotlight, right? <laughs> and then he did it, and then he went, now you have to finish the show, and just walked off. <laughs> I should have, I should have, well, I, I did, to punish him. <laughs> I, would, I proposed very badly. How did you propose? Well, I, my, we, you know, we went on holiday to Thailand, and it was, you know... Heavily, uh, not unspoken, but spoken that it was time for me to because <laughs> <laughs> we've been together for four years, and that was definitely the point of the trip. And then yeah. I was all the time trying to find the right moment to propose without having really prepared anything. And then the last evening came, we were at dinner, and we sort of said, it was nice. There's moonlight, and it was the right moment to propose. And I just felt too embarrassed to do. It. I would couldn't I couldn't do what your husband did. So I'd be, I was just too. There were other people at the tables, and I felt too awkward to propose. <laughs> I didn't want to make a big thing of it, and so I didn't propose. And then my wife got angry with me. Yeah. And then we had a bit of an argument. <laughs> and then the next morning in bed, I proposed to her in bed. Yeah. The twisties or? <laughs> no twisties. I like the fact that you were like, I hadn't really prepared for it. And yet, like, you will write an hour long show. Yeah. For something that you'll do in one year, yeah. but you won't prepare for something that will affect you for the rest I know, of your it was life. Terrible. I don't know why I was. I don't know why it was all very. I'm surprised she married me, and you know she did marry me. It's her fault, wasn't it? No way out, is it? <laughs> Gee, she had the clues. It was going to be rubbish. This isn't going to be like the podcast that you have to get have to <laughs> listen to the headphones and then you're all packed. I'm sure we should be angry with me for telling the story, so I'm in trouble already. I'm not, also, I was friends with her before I met you. Yeah. 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 So, you know, this is getting back to it. So if we break up, <laughs> will you be friends with her or me? <laughs> Depends how the edit comes out okay. of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, you should be friends with her. I don't really I don't really have friends anymore. I'm like I'm nearly fifty now. I don't I try to get rid of friends. I'm not my wife's trying to organise a birthday party for me and I just don't want to do it. When I turned 40, I really wanted a birthday party. Yeah. Now I'm 50, I just, I don't want to celebrate. What's to, what's to celebrate? Go, take yourself on holiday. I might do. Yeah. I just would like to spend my, my, holiday, my birthday with my beautiful family. That's yeah, see, Got back one, got one back. <laughs> I'll just go, hey, I'll just fast forward this bit. I see, that's nice. What I said there was good, wasn't it? <laughs> I'll, ask an I'll ask an emergency question just to get myself out of this uh, awkward spot I've put myself in. Um, and a random one. Oh, my God. Oh, I'll ask this one instead. Uh, 339, does sperm have dreams? Uh, nightmares, yeah. I think. What do you think they would dream about? I, um, I, they'd probably get anxiety. I mean, there must, it must be weird being a sperm because you have a purpose and I wonder if you know what it is, but you're very driven and it's very, compa- I mean, very competitive. You think comedy's competitive. <laughs> yeah. 600 million sperm in every ejaculation. Yeah. They're, you're they're all aiming for the white. same gig. <laughs> they're all white. And they're all male. I think, no, they may be not. Uh, all... <laughs> I like the idea that sperm are male and the egg is female. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how it works. The little cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so masculine I can't I can't have female children that's how masculine I am that's what Chris, that's what Chris Eubank said what to you? no he said yeah. that he, <laughs> I'm sure he would have said it to me I think he did have a 
a daughter in the end. Yes, yeah. But he, I think he Louis misunderstood. Louis Theroux. He misunderstood. No, he doesn't. I'm not saying he had Louis Theroux. <laughs> okay. But that's, that's where I remember hearing, oh, okay, yeah. hearing this. He question. misunderstood the biology. Uh, the question <laughs> I first saw was, when was the last time you cried? That doesn't seem very emergency questiony, but uh, well, let's go for it. Uh, last time I cried... Uh, I cry at ads a lot. Oh, I cry. At, I prob last time I properly cried was at uh, Lego Batman. Um, okay, I, I'd done a kids show in Manchester and I had three hours to kill before a train back to London. So I popped into the cinema and I was the and you know how you say you, you can't go to kids stuff without taking a child. Yeah. I was the only person there without a child and I I knew I was going to cry because I cried in the original Lego film. So I already had my tissues out waiting there and um, and uh, <laughs> see that's yeah. even worse if you're a fifty year old man. <laughs> That's what sperm have nightmares about. <laughs> Might be. Must have some dreams. Um, good. Uh, I'm gonna, let's try one of my new ones. That, 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 this, I'm sorry if this disappoints you if you end up getting one of these and it's been. Have you ever been brass rubbing? <laughs> Do you have brass rubbing in Australia? Because there's I not think much history we there. To, in school, yeah. we were taught about it. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then they would like teach us by you, you do a, a you get a coin. With a with a pencil. Yeah, you do it. That's not really brass rubbing. I mean, I don't think uh, doing it to a or coin. Or am I not? Is is is, is it something else? Well, I mean, I think uh, doing it to a so coin. That's just, just tracing, that. isn't it? I don't think that's brass rubbing. <laughs> brass rubbing is a noble. I went. I went to St Andrew's Church in Cheddar. Do you know it, guys? Yeah, yeah a few of them do. A few of the guys know. Um, <laughs> St Andrew's. Uh, and there's, uh, I did a. I think I did Geoffrey de Cheddar. I think I did his grave. <laughs> Geoffrey de Cheddar. It's not a real person. Yes. <laughs> or is it Jeffrey de That sounds like a character. That's what I feel. Like you, put, you get like those big old medieval knights and you get a big piece of paper and get a bit of charcoal. Oh, on a knight. This. Yeah. <laughs> on a knight, you know, like a knight. Not like a knight, but a knight with a K. You, he's, in, he's on his grave and then you do... Anyone been brass rubbing in the audience? This lady knows what I'm talking about. And I love that you're not even smiling because you're like, no, this is a Rub very serious thing. Very, very important pastime. I, I thought the youngsters wouldn't wouldn't know what it was. It's sort of a, it's a new thing, isn't it? Um, I thought I had a good... I thought I had some good ones, but I, I don't. Um, who is the most right-wing person you've ever been sexually attracted to? <laughs> Because I'll, I'll give you some thinking time. I used to really fancy Katie Hopkins when she was on The Apprentice. Before she became right-wing. But that, I, they, I didn't know she was going to be right-wing. Then I fancied her. and then I, I, But I also fancy Louise Mensch, who has always been right-wing. And I, I kind of, it's her right-wingness that makes her sexy. She's quite good-looking, though, isn't it? She's or pretty. Is it for you, She's pretty. It, she, Louise Mensch looks a bit like... Um, she looks a bit like in Star Trek when the Borg... She looks a bit like the Borg Queen in Star Trek. <laughs> And that's what I quite like about her. I like her. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, she's... And then and the poor queen is almost as evil as Louise Mensch. Probably. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, You know she's going to pull your hair or something. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Did you ever be uh, attracted to a right-wing yes, person? Yes, actually, uh, Dean Cain. Dean Cain, Batman. Uh, Superman. Superman from uh, The Adventures of Lois and Clark. Uh, do you remember that in the Yeah, 90s? I do remember Yeah, it. yeah. And um, Dean Cain... Uh, like I adored, yeah. and then I did it. I may have written an entire Edinburgh Fringe show about Dean Kane and um, invited him to it. Never came, whatever. And um, and but I follow him on Twitter, and and that just it was so he's so Republican. He, yeah. He's so Republican, and I just. The, I just don't know how much longer I can go oh. forgiving him. So does the right-wingness spoil the sexiness in that case? Because it does with, yeah, Kate, with does. Kate Hopkins, it definitely did. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like a, I like a, a bad boy. Yeah. I like Captain Hook, I think, is my biggest <laughs> fictional crush. Okay. Oh, that hook! Yeah. What would he do with it? I don't know! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's all right. Cold! Yeah. Like it. Okay. <laughs> And, and it's a hook, though, remember. I haven't said what he's doing. <laughs> okay. Anything horrible you're coming up with yourself. I am. I, I quite like Captain Hook now. <laughs> um, listen, oh, there's, there's a whole, I knew there was more to come. 
If your genitals had to, had to turn into a sea creature for one day every month, <laughs> what sea creature would you like that to be? You've got a choice. It's a nice question. Is it the same sea creature every yeah, time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't change, otherwise that's just ridiculous. <laughs> just work your way through them all. Uh, a leafy sea dragon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. It's like a fancy seahorse. Okay. Yeah. That's quite... Uh, would, he, would he be protruding, presumably, then? So it's quite... Yeah, I mean... Quite it's, a, it's quite a phallic. Oh, I mean, it'd be a terrible yeah. for me. Yeah. But, uh, but at least it'd be nice to look at. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I, I kind of like an octopus, but maybe upside down. <laughs> so it's like that. So there's all the legs coming out. That's not upside the, down. It is, because that's the head there, so the head... Oh, you want the, the head coming out? I want the, the head down and then the legs coming up. Oh, yeah, they're coming up like that, so the head would be down there, like... The head ins- like your testicles. Would be inside, you want multiple yeah. penises, it is could what you're be. telling me. I want, like, eight. Just quite cool, wouldn't it? Be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> be a nice surprise. Um, what is your favourite use of sand? It's quite a multi-use thing, I realised. Mm. Yes. Uh, you can um, put it in concrete. Yeah. You can um, build sand castles. Yeah. There's two things. Glass. Glass. Yeah. Glass is pretty good yeah. for stuff. You can use it to get uh, graffiti off of walls. Oh, can you? Yeah, sandblasting. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Which one's your favourite of those? Oh, sandblasting, because it make a really good weapon. That's cool. It would. It's horrible. The, the silence on that as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, who is this woman? Have you ever seen the TV show Friends? No. No? Okay, you should watch it. I'll tell you about it later. Uh, is it Friends or the F-R-I-E-N-D-S, as it's spelt? Oh, yeah. Can With I... the little dots in between each yeah. letter. Well, it is. It's both, isn't it? They go on again. Welcome to Friends. Friends. Um... It's the same as this show. They copied my idea. Um, would you like to have a bath with my dad? <laughs> I can tell you more about him if you'd like to. If the, if the, yep, yeah, tell yeah. me more about him. He's 80 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an ex-headmaster. Lives in Cheddar. Uh, I don't think you'd like to have a bath with Is him. Is he right-winged? <laughs> you know, he's liberal, I'd say. He's, okay. he's always voted liberals. Really. How big is the bath? Oh, that's good. That was, I thought that question was going in a different direction. <laughs> um, you know, it's just a regular bath. You'd be at one end, you'd be at the other end. There'd be no shenanigans. He's very happily married yep. to my mother. Yep, yep. Okay. I mean, um, he'd have a look. Are we, oh, so we nude? Um, yeah. He'd um, also be nude, and I don't think that'd be very Bubbles? Nice. No. Oh, no, no. Um, sorry, that's... You would do it if there was bubbles, though. Yeah, I think, like, there'd be an element of... Yeah. Yeah. I've had a bath with my dad. But not for quite a long time. I was gonna say, <laughs> no bubbles though. No, it's all it's all changed. I remember being, you know, he's he was an impressive man. I've seen the, I've seen the. Oh, I haven't revealed. I was gonna say something, then I've revealed the. Have I? I don't know if I've said. I'm I'm having a child. If I start, have I said that in the podcast? I'm having a son uh, in uh, in October. So I've seen. I've now, I know this, but they. I've now you can seen. React. But there was a there was a tw- we had the twenty one week scan, and it's all about. Looking at his penis, basically, isn't it? That's what the scan is. To see how big it is. Well, no, well, part, you know, obviously I'm interested in that, but that's the, the, there's never a point, I think, in anyone's life where three people are looking around a monitor at a child's genitals <laughs> quite so intently and it's all fine. Like a stranger is zooming yeah. in a camera on a chair. Yeah, let's have a look. There's his scrotum. There's. But I've, seen, I've, no, I've seen now my father's penis and my son's penis and my own penis. Don't think I ever saw my granddad's penis. It's a shame. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry yeah. that never, yeah. happened. never happened. But that's, you know, it's nice. The passing is passing the baton. It's there. strange that... <laughs> it's strange to think she's got a penis in her that isn't Yeah, yours. exactly. My wife has, yeah. <laughs> strange. It's weird, isn't it? And yeah. mildly arousing. <laughs> Can I... Subject. Yeah. I was talking with a friend, and he was saying that he quite fancies pregnant women, and um, and apparently that's quite a common yeah, thing. I believe so. I think it might be a territorial thing. Like I think it's like, oh, she's already with child from someone else. Yeah. 
I'm gonna go disrespect that. Like I could be, could but, be. You like can't get, pre- can't get a more pregnant, can you? So that's no, that's exactly. advantage. But my friend was saying like he he's never had sex with a with a pregnant lady, but he wants to. And I said, are, are you worried that like it'll come out? <laughs> Why do it? And then we we came up with this visual of like <laughs> of of making love to a lady and then pulling out and the baby just wrapped around it like, <laughs> like you know when you see a tamarind on a on a finger like these little monkeys like just. <laughs> I'm afraid what you've said there is too offensive for this podcast. <laughs> no, I have a, a line. You've got to imagine it later though. You are. <laughs> yeah, you take that to work with you. Yeah, it's a strange, you know, I've, I I have made love to a pregnant lady. That's true. And, uh, yeah, I'm still having sex with my wife. Uh, and also um, another pregnant lady. No, I... Um, yeah, it's a strange thing to think of that, but I don't think, you know, however well endowed you are, that it manages to get that, that far in. I don't think there's any danger. How did we get onto this? I don't know. Having was it having a bath with my dad? dad. I've seen yeah. my dad's penis. It's all right. Yeah. It's okay. I think that's quite common, isn't it? What seeing my dad's having, penis? Yeah, having baths with your parents. Yeah, yeah, it is. But like in this day and age, my mum. I did a joke about it in talking cock. My mum and dad were quite worried that people would, you know, because like now everyone's so worried about that sort of stuff, aren't they? That having a bath with your child is seen as weird. But I have a bath. I think the weirdest part about it is when the child poos, and then there's yeah. poo in the bath. Well, the weirdest thing about it, I've had baths with my daughter, and then she will then focus in sometimes, and so she'll be doing a podcast about this, and sometimes, <laughs> you know, she'll she's interested in what's going on, so oh. she'll make a grab for stuff, and you have to oh, stop, wow. you have to stop your own daughter grabbing your penis, <laughs> which I do clean. do. <laughs> I think my son does. I might let my son have a go. <laughs> To let him know what's what's the future is, it's like the Excalibur. That's you know. This is <laughs> to pull it out. <laughs> pull out, he can have it. And then he becomes king. Yeah. <laughs> You're the so new father of the house. Now. I've got I've got two children now, so I don't need I don't need it anymore. I can't so wait. I'm happy to pass. I'm happy to delay it. So it's a it's a fully functioning, nearly fifty year old. Do you like it, madam? Would you like to? <laughs> you just take it as a sort of trophy. No, okay. yeah, no, she's interested. Maybe that lady be interested. This is definitely my favourite halfway point <laughs> by far. Yeah, well, it is. Oh no, it's, we're nearly at the end. My goodness. Oh no, yeah. I mean when I come back. Okay. On the <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the half point. Yeah. Um, good. Uh, what else is there? Anything else you'd like to talk about in your what you're up to? Uh, what someone um, else is coming on the horizon? Oh. Um, I mean, well, I, what I should say is that I'm doing my show tomorrow at the Globe Inn at three thirty. Oh yeah. That's probably one thing I want to say. It won't be much use on the podcast. It won't be. Well, no. unless we get out very very quickly. But, you know, and some people in Wells get the internet. <laughs> I'm imagining. Did you say that there's a gorge in Cheddar? There's a Cheddar. I can't Has anyone physically gorged themselves on Cheddar in Cheddar Gorge? I'm sure they have. Can we go do that now? <laughs> we can do it now. Well, there's a lot of cheese up there. I mean, not very much of it. It's, you know, it's named after cheddar, so ch- cheddar cheese isn't really made in cheddar, but there is one place in the gorge that does make cheddar. So you could go to that place and gorge yourself on cheddar that's made in cheddar gorge, that's go- and it's gorgeous, probably. You've, you've, uh, ooh, yeah. you've just combined my love of wordplay <laughs> with cheese. Yeah. And I'm... Um, um, cheddar like... cheese is, I mean... It's not the worst cheese in the world, because the worst cheese in the world is Wookiee Caves cheddar cheese. <laughs> but it's not a great cheese, cheddar cheese. I can say this. Cheddar cheese isn't a great cheese. I mean, it's a very popular cheese, but it's not a great What's cheese. What's your favourite? Um, good question. I think that might be one of my emergency questions. I, I kind of like the uh, bluey sort of one, the blue ones with sort of mould in them. I kind of really like eating rind. What I would like to eat is the rind of cheddar cheese that's been kept in a cave... And it's all disgusting. So you like the parts of cheese that people discard? <laughs> yeah, I do. I like the most you rotten like Tomcat, just yeah. living in a bin. <laughs> so though, but I like, you know, I, like, I never know what the names of cheeses are, but when they, sometimes in nice restaurants, they bring you a plate of cheese at the end. Yeah. That's, I like that, that cheese. Yeah, yeah. Posh restaurant plate Posh cheese. Restaurant cheese. <laughs> I only like cheese that's been brought to me. <laughs> You've changed. I have. I have. What's your favourite cheese? All of them. All of them. Yeah, I like all of I even like the, the plastic cheese. Yeah. I like... I, I, uh, do you know what the best cheese for grilled cheese sandwiches 
is a, um, a vegan cheese right. called uh, Violife or something like that. So it's it's basically pure coconut oil with paprika, but um, <laughs> it grills real nice. You wouldn't know it wasn't cheese. And I said this as a cheese lover. Yeah. Are there yeah. any good Australian cheeses? No. <laughs> <laughs> Twisties. Twisties. Yeah, that yeah. is true. That is true. Um, cool. I'm going to ask you some more. I'm going to plug the book some more. By, I can't answer you too many questions because then oh, I've got my eyesight. My eyesight's really bad. This is. I'm, I'm getting so old. I'm too old. Do you old want me to hold shit. the book for you? I oh, know. I'll just. I just have to hold it out there. Um, I've got glasses now. I got them from Boots. I don't use Boots. It's my my anti. Uh, I think they conned me really in Boots. I went for an optic. They gave me a free eye test. Yeah. And then they kind of. And then they, they checked my eyes, and but then they gave me these glasses that were really expensive and had like varifocals, and then they had for reading and for computers and for normal time, mm. but I'd only need them for reading, so that was a waste of time. And then they got like some blue thing in them to stop computer glare, and then they go brown in the sunshine. I don't go, I don't read outside. It cost me five hundred quid for these fucking. What? Yeah, should have gone to Specsavers. Should have done, and I know I can't wear them because I can't make it work. I can't do the varifocal bit. You bought glasses from a shop that also sells sandwiches. <laughs> I did. You bought this on yourself. <laughs> Don't go to Boots. Yeah. Um, has anyone you've had sex with had sex with someone famous? Um. I have only had sex with my husband. What? Yeah. And he had, so, well, he's had sex with you. And he's that's had sex what, with me. That's, so that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm the celebrity. Um, uh, he went out with, he had a, a DJ for a girlfriend wow. for a while called uh, DJ Ski Bunny. Apparently she's quite big and I beat her. Okay. So, wow. so you see the way I said, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took to care for her. Shouldn't have asked that By all question. reasons, she's very nice. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Opened up some uh, wounds there. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. actually, I'll tell you what. I love the fact, like, he's, he's, he was a massive man whore when I met him. <laughs> and he was. He was sleeping around hardcore and then we, we I said to him, I'm, I'm, I'm not really, because re we met when I was, I was 21. I still, late bloomer I was 21 I was like oh, I'm not really like I'm sort of not sure what I want to do so we can get together but you'll be waiting and he went yeah and and then apparently I realized that a man waiting uh is the most sexually attractive thing <laughs> yeah six months in and I was like yeah no this is let's lock this down oh. um but uh but he I was very proud that he'd like had been with loads of women because I was like yeah I won <laughs> I'm the one that came out on top there. Also, it's like, you know, you want someone who knows what they're doing, don't you? You do. Yeah. yeah Especially when nice. you don't know. No. no. It'd be nice, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For my wife, if she had something new, what you was doing. I should know what I'm doing by now, but it's confusing, isn't it? <laughs> confusing thing. It's usually so dark, anyway. <laughs> Even you get it right, it's like, I don't know what I did. Is it because your glasses are gone? It's like, I can't really see what I'm doing. <laughs> don't buy, I like the kind of idea of doing a podcast that just tells you where not to shop. Yeah. Like, just, you could, you could get the, get Specsavers to pay me to say Boots opticians are terrible. Didn't Boots opticians blind kill Snowy? So, uh, anyway, wasn't that, wasn't it then? Uh, uh, and that recent news story. Probably have to edit that out, and I'm editing this for myself, so I'm going to shut up before I say something too bad. Um, uh, I'm trying to find a good one. Oh no, I've done. Oh, that's. Bad. What is the strangest thing you've ever found in a fridge? Uh, at my place. Well, anywhere. Vegetables. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Simon's only married to a Scotsman. Have you ever found anything with freezers often full of weird stuff? Like yeah. body parts and dead body parts, body parts and dead animals. Often there's dead animals in freezers, aren't there? People put their dead cats. Oh yeah, in stuff. yeah. My dad had a goat in his freezer, a full goat. Go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, in Adelaide is the capital of uh, weird murders in Australia. Yes, it is, so isn't it? Uh, the, there's like genuine places where you're like, oh, that's the house where they found the chopped up dead body in the freezer. Yeah. Yeah. It is um, weird, Adelaide. I didn't find it though, no. so I didn't want to give that answer. <laughs> that's fair enough. Greg, uh, Greg Fleet does a great joke about someone murdering someone for a tiny amount of money. <laughs> we could have made tens of dollars. Yeah, yes. I think they're in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. Adelaide. I think that was the snow town. Anyway, yeah. we're just getting into murders now. That's good. 
It is good. No, we've gone through, uh, you know, father's cocks and ch- ch- children's yes, cocks. So let's move on to murders. The people of Wells are ready for this, I think. <laughs> they can tell by their rapt silence <laughs> how much they're enjoying it. Um, have you ever pretended to be your own twin? No, no except me. for... I, Why not? Good I don't question. need to, because I have a twin, and she's backstage. Should I go get her? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll ask, one of, I'll ask one of my new ones, for, uh, ruining it for people at home who bought this. Um, uh, I thought that friends one was a good question. Um, are you proud of yourself? <laughs> Sorry, are you proud of yourself? Um... I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't... I'm quite happy where I am. But I, I, I couldn't say that it was all me. Like, I'm, pr- I'm proud of where my life is thanks to the people I've been surrounded by. Does that make sense? It does. It's beautiful. Like, I've got great friends and, yeah. and nice family and, yeah. I can't take credit for my life. It's very well, much been a team effort. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You know, some people have all of that and still turn out to be dicks, don't they? So you can still be proud of yourself. But we didn't unless you say are, I wasn't a dick. I didn't say you seem very nice so far. You do the, you do that laundry show. Well, that's funny. We do. Yeah. Got to be a nice do, person. Do a show to do for that. children. It's nice. And, and people who perform with children have never done anything bad. <laughs> are you a fan of Norman wisdom? By which I mean the knowledge and understanding of the tenth and eleventh century people from Normandy. <laughs> Are you? Which, what's your favourite? Uh, because yes. my grandparents live in a house known as Norman House, which right. was built on Norman Avenue in Normanville. <laughs> right. Uh, because um, because originally the someone from Norman family <laughs> moved there. So yeah. Good. Also, the house was uh, originally a monastery. Right. Yep. So there's dead monks under my grandparents' house. Wow. Mm. So yeah. Good. So it's a funny question, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no answer to that question. That's just... That's why it never stopped me that before, Norm Wisdom being, having a double meaning. It's when Roger Moore died, then he said, everyone came out and went, oh, you know, that's a good porn name, Roger Moore, but you don't think, you know, you can't... Yeah. But they, they, <laughs> you get so used to... It's weird when a yeah. pun comes up, because you, you like puns, don't you? I love a pun. And uh, it's weird when a pun comes up that's like staring you right in the face that you've never noticed before. Yeah. And it's quite difficult, because everyone's doing puns, right? Like, pun, people... Puns are very popular. Yeah. And everyone's looking for puns. So when you're trying to find puns, do you try to find ones that people like? You know, how do you find the ones that people haven't done before? Everyone's done them before. Not you normal. just got to no hope that the people no looking at them haven't wisdom. seen it before. Oh, I'm sorry. That's definitely the first one. No one's ever thought of that before. <laughs> it is different. There's sometimes you, some, something strikes you that I think that, you know, we even, I think every kind of comedy is interesting and some things are, you know, overplayed or everyone's trying to, like observational comedy, loads of people trying to do observational comedy. It's yeah. very, very hard to do good observational comedy. Mm. As you saw, if you listen to me talking about wiping my ass with the toilet roll. <laughs> yeah, Michael McIntyre t- could turn that into gold. Uh, but uh, You'd have to act it out, though, that, yeah. <laughs> I was very nice. I put the toilet roll in the bin and I didn't flush down the toilet. No, that's good. I had my poo on it. What's your problem? Do you not, do you not shit, madam? This is, no. I was once at a festival. Would you prefer it if my, I hadn't wiped my bottom with the toilet roll and the poo was still on my arse? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Apparently from not going uh, to that, apparently me attempting to wipe my arse. And then going to the dressing room and getting a pile of serviettes and putting them in the toilet for the other people of Wells so that they didn't get into the same problem as I did. I didn't want to go to the bar to tell the man, because it would be embarrassing to talk about that in public. <laughs> and that's genuinely true. I didn't want, I wouldn't, I could talk about it on stage, but I couldn't go to the bar to say there's no toilet paper, as I've just discovered, smell my stinking, uh, my stinking shit smeared with some cardboard ass. Tell us your interesting story that you're going to tell us. Oh, I mean, it's not... It's, yeah. <laughs> no, I was, I was once at a, a festival and I was in one of those port and there was no lights. Yeah. And so I was having to use my, my phone, but the torch on my phone wasn't working. So the only way I could get the light to turn on was to focus the camera so that it would <laughs> do that thing where it puts the flash on briefly. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I had to keep doing that while I was trying to find what I was doing. And, uh, and I realised there was no toilet paper, but I 
tissues have always got my tissues on me. Yeah. Never know when a Lego film might come on. And uh, I was, so I finished <laughs> up, and then I was I left the toilet and I was deleting because I kept accidentally taking actual photos. <laughs> so I was going through my phone, deleting all of them, and then realised that in one of them uh, it was my feet, and next to my feet was a shitty toilet roll that someone had left <laughs> on the floor who'd obviously panicked beforehand, but not put it down uh, yeah. the the portaloo. I was this close. You know when you know when people nearly get hit by cars. Yeah. Like that. It had that. Yeah. Oh my god. That's why I put mine in the bin because I was I'm a nice guy. And you didn't <laughs> leave it flush next it to the toilet. Don't flush it because it would block the toilet. And then what? Then what? <laughs> so you're criticising me. I'm a hero here. What you should have done is washed it off. Yeah. <laughs> dried <Washed> it. <laughs> and left it. Put for it the next back. Person. Wrap some more. Well, I think we might have to stop because there's uh, there's other stuff coming on in the venue. Yeah, and also people and lunches think, and, and stuff they don't want to bring up. Yeah, and I think we've hit a high point that I don't think we could possibly... <laughs> we could possibly... Are you sure you don't want to talk about your dad's penis some more? No, I think it's... it's a, you know, I don't know what it's like now. I haven't seen it for a while. Have a bath with him. I might do. Yeah. I'd be embarrassed. I'd find it awkward now, but it was fun when I was... <laughs> fun in the old days. So it's a, it's a shame the way the world you know time passes and we grow old and then die isn't it it's sad <laughs> wouldn't it be better if we just stayed being you know 40 30 25 forever yeah in the same way it's a shame that toilet paper runs out it is it's all got to run out at some stage it's the circle it's the circle of life <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it's been fantastic to talk to you. Do go and see her show tomorrow or in Edinburgh if you're listening at home. Ladies and gentlemen, Beck Hill, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Anyway, I'm selling some stuff out in the foyer if you want to come and say hello. There we go. Thanks very much for listening. Um, as I say, more podcasts coming up uh, from June the 5th. Go to leftsquaretheatre.com if you want to buy tickets. Go to gofasterstrike.com if you want to buy books or any of my DVDs or anything else that's going on there. Check out richchain.com slash gigs and you can see where I'm previewing for my Edinburgh shows, where I'm doing my Edinburgh shows. If you're coming up to the Fringe, I'm at the Pleasance One. Uh, at 7.30 with my main show, Oh Frig, I'm 50, and I'm also doing three bonus podcasts on Friday afternoons. They were meant to be Saturday afternoons, but I messed up the t- timings. Uh, so uh, uh, that's via the stand at a theatre that I keep forgetting the name of, but the, it's all, all the details are up uh, on the website. Uh, do book ahead. There's only three podcast shows, so hopefully those should sell out. Thanks for listening. See you soon with more Rahalastapas.